Welcome to the audio podcast of Morning Psalms and Prayers from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. A weekday devotional time in the Psalms. Good morning and welcome to Morning Psalms and Prayer. Today is Thursday, September 3rd. We begin once again with a prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, we beseech you, enable us more and more to mortify the flesh with the affections and lusts thereof, and to bring forth the fruit of the Spirit in love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, that we, loving what you command, may obtain that which you promise. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, we're in Psalm 63 today. Hear the word of the Lord. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night, for you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be apportioned for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exult, for the mouths of liars will be stopped. And so we come to the 63rd chapter of the Psalter, and we see another beautiful psalm, another psalm of David. And once again, Again, the situation isn't terrible, but he's talking about people oppressing him. Uh, David had a rough life as a king, obviously, but it still has a lot to say for us. And there's some really great verses in here. Uh, there's a lot of verses actually in this psalm I think that we know. We come across them and we go, oh, that's where that's from. Specifically, verse 3, because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. That's not only something that I think we know that we've heard before, but it's also a really important thing to help us understand how David viewed the world, right? He is understanding that because God has this steadfast love for his covenant people, then that is better than life. Now, we live in a time where the, the way that people see the world is very materialistic. In other words, they believe that the most important thing is the matter that is in front of us. That, that's all that reality is. And so this life is all there is. Generally, that's the philosophy that is put out in our world. We know better than that. We believe that there is a spiritual world, not just a material world. But ultimately, that is what we see in front of us. And so what could be better than life? We, we uh, don't have a culture that could see anything as being better than life because life is all we've got. We're the final arbiters of truth because once we die... We're done, so we might as well get whatever we can in this life. But we know, we know what David is talking about here. The steadfast love of God is better than life. And why can that be? Why can David say that? Because clearly, he believes that there's something beyond this life. He believes that there's something beyond the material. He believes that the steadfast love of God will save him. And so what does that lead him to do? It leads him to praise God. His lips are going to praise God because he understands that this steadfast love of God, his covenant love, 
This unbelievable love he has for his people is better than life. It will keep him beyond this life. And so we get down to the end of this psalm, and we're going to look at verses 9, 10, and 11 also. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exult, for the mouths of liars will be stopped. Notice what David believes. And there's a contrast here. I talked about that recently, that we look for contrasts in the Psalms. What does David believe? He believes that God's steadfast love is better than life. He has this idea of eternity, right? But what does he say? That, that those who seek to destroy him shall go, go down into the depths of the earth. Think about what he's saying there. You're going to your graves. Your future is in the earth. And you'll be a portion for the jackals. We don't like to read that phrase, but you know what it means. You're, you're dog food, right? You are nothing. You are going to go away. He believes that his God gives him something to believe in beyond this life ultimately. But his enemies have nothing. And so we understand that God is righteous and overall. Look at what David is really saying here. You may be over me. You may be using your words to say bad things about me. You may be attacking me. But ultimately, because he praises God, because he believes that his steadfast love is better than life and his lips will praise God, he's going to rejoice in God. And all by, who swear by him shall exalt. Those who stand by the king, he's saying, will be exalting. But the mouths of liars shall be stopped. In other words, God is going to ultimately be the one who will judge them. They will eventually go down to the dirt. There'll be a portion for jackals. And there's our contrast. Someone who believes there's something better than life and then saying that those of you who don't believe, got nothing for you. You're, you're done. You're done. And so what do we do? What do we do with this? We need to understand that God's steadfast love is better than life. We talk about this all the time. That we can have a deep trust that our lives are in the hands of God. And that we don't need to be afraid of eternity because God has a hold of us. Like I say all the time, when we want to understand the steadfast love of God, we have a great gift because we can look to the cross. The love of God for us as Christians is not an abstract idea out there someplace. It is a certainty because of the cross of Christ. That is how we are able to understand the world and understand as a result the love of God because we look to a real event in real time and space history and can say, God loves us. God loves me. Because I have faith in Christ and what he did for me in his life, death, resurrection, and ascension. So may we rejoice in that steadfast love. May we remember that his love is better than life. And may our lips praise God today. Let us go to prayer. Father in heaven, O oh God, you are our God. Earnestly we seek you. Our soul thirsts for you. Our flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So we look to you in your sanctuary and behold your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, our lips will praise you. Today we bring our prayers for the body of Christ across the globe, and we pray for unity for your people. And we ask that unity would be rooted in the message of the cross, and that divisions that spring up within the body would be broken down by the truth of the saving work of Jesus for us. We pray that the earthly markers that can divide us would be taken down. And that the truth that you have created a people for yourself from every tribe, tongue, and nation would stand out as an example to the world of peace and harmony. And that in a world of division, people would see your love and turn to you. 
And as we begin this day, we pray that our souls would be satisfied in you and that our mouths would praise you with joyful lips, for you have been our help, and we sing for joy in the shadow of your wings. We know that your right hand upholds us, and our souls cling to you. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, have yourself a great day. Just another time for me to challenge you. Have you stopped? Have you took it, taken a look at a psalm and tried to write a prayer based upon it? This is a great one to do that. A lot of good language that we can use as prayers here. So I want to challenge you. If you haven't yet, take a piece of paper, write, uh, go to this psalm in your Bible, and, and write a prayer based around these words of Scripture. It's a really great devotional exercise, and you'll actually learn a lot about the psalm as you do it. So again, I want to challenge you, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast feed so you don't miss an episode. If you would like more information on our congregation, you can find it at edgertonfrc.org. You can also watch the videos of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.